0: To Sister Friends Cups and Conversation, I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and yes, this is our podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for being a part of that something in between before season eight starts. So if you've just joined us, this is something new that we're doing. Um, We're adding some just extra uh, conversations to our podcast uh, to just tide us over Hold us over until our season eight starts. I was thinking, you know, as we wait for each season to start and and each season has 10 episodes, um, we tend to, you know, lose our audience a bit. Um, I try to keep it interactive with daily posts and pictures and just encouraging words. But, you know, people are wanting uh, to fill some of the voids Um, and our podcast isn't. And even our uh, talk show, it's not every day. It's once a week. It's on Wednesdays at 12 noon. And so um, when the season ends after our 10 episodes, there's just a lot of dead time um, for our audience. And so I thought in 2023, let's try something different. Let's you know do a pilot uh, of some extra podcasts and conversations. And um, it could be just me by myself, or of course, my co-host, Katherine Young. Um, And then also we could bring in some guests, uh, previous guests or new guests to just continue the meaningful conversations as we're waiting for our filming and our next season to start. And so I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited that we are getting ready to do season eight. I'm excited that um, we get to experience different conversations. And, you know, some of the conversations that we're going to talk about, I want to say in season eight, we're going to talk a little bit about um, imposter syndrome. Uh, That's a real thing. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about, um, I think we're gonna dive a little deeper into predators, and I'm gonna do a little different spin on it. Um, A lot of times we talk about predators, um, how women um, experience predatory uh, behaviors um, from men or just from people in general. Um, But I wanna talk about um, what do we do when a male in our life, and whether it's a husband, a, a brother, or a son, Um, has experienced trauma, um, predatory trauma, uh, whether it be sexual or whether it be verbal, um, but the man is um, the victim. Um, of that behavior, so we're going to do. A, we're going to dive into that a, a little bit. So we're going to take it a little bit. We're going to have some serious conversation, and then we're going to have you know less serious. But it's always going to be at sister friends cups and conversation. It's always going to be conversation that you can use um, that are that's relevant in real time to real women, uh, real girls, um, real young women. Um, that just that we can use that conversations that we're having um, with our friends and our co workers and within our family units. And so it's going to be great. So that's going to be season eight, and that's going to download here. I want to say sometime at either the last of February or the beginning of March, we'll do that. And I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm going to work really hard to, to you know, curate. Uh, some new conversations on this podcast so that we can live in that in-between time before the season starts. I want to ask you to do me a favor too. Um, Can you like our podcast? Can you subscribe to our podcast? Can you take a minute and just rate the podcast for me? Uh, Give us, you know, five stars, absolutely if you just love it four stars if you don't absolutely love it but it's still a good podcast um but do that for me and share it and um and give us a rating it would really help us to grow the community and you know one of the things that i'm really proud of is that it's it's serious and clean conversation it's christian but real It's, you know, giving you the the love of Jesus, not just in word, but I I believe that you can even feel it from us in our laugh, in our, you know, camaraderie, in just the the sound of our voice, that these are real women and they're not playing games and we're not just talking just to be talking, but we've got something that we want to impart that we believe that the Lord has imparted to us that can be beneficial to you. And so, and, you know, sometimes... It's, it's beneficial, and we don't know it's beneficial because we don't, we don't have need of it yet. But I don't know about you, but in my life, I'm very grateful for some of the information and the connections and the conversations that I've had with people. And it didn't seem like um, I needed it at the moment, but I listened and I leaned in and I paid attention. And sure enough, as I kept on li- living, Um, I was able to recall, recall to my mind, recall um, to my thoughts um, those conversations. And I was always so grateful that I didn't just, you know, zone out um, or just play, you know, that Charlie Brown (laughs) image in my head where you're just going, wah, 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 wah. You know, you're looking at them, you're standing right there with them, but you're really not paying attention or listening to what... The words that are coming out of their mouths, um, and so you'll appreciate it later. Trust me. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt and the hat. <laughs> so that was just a little something I wanted to share with you. But um, so this is our just our in-between conversations, a meaningful conversation um, as we w- await our season eight um, launch of Sister Friends Cups. And conversation, and so I hope you enjoyed, or you hung you hung out with us a little bit on the last episode, the very first episode of this new adventure that we're on, and so this is episode two, and I want to talk to you about uh, a word that I've been praying about, and since at the end of 2022, um, and then going into 2023, uh, I usually you know will spend some quality time asking the Lord, you know what's What's, you know, the next year about and what's the one word or the one, you know, sentence that you want me to meditate on or that you want me uh, to share? You know, if if I've never said this before, and this is your first time hearing this, you know, I wanted to let you know, of course, I'm not just the host of Sister Friends Cups and Conversation, the creator and the host, but I'm also a pastor and I've been an ordained minister for uh, well over... 20-something years now. And I was also a um, traveling um, evangelist with my husband. We did that together as a family. And and so we pastor a local church here in Shreveport, Louisiana. And my husband's a bishop. And so he oversees other uh, churches and other ministries. And um, we have a women's ministry. And um, Catherine, my co-host, Catherine Young, um, she's the women's director and, uh, we, we have a women's ministry called Women of Stature. And, um, and so from Women of Stature, um, 20 years of pouring into women, um, within our city, shreveport bossier uh, northern part of Louisiana, the north part, they call it the other side of Louisiana, um, we've been doing that for 20 years. And so from, from that place, um, we got the vision. I got the vision for um, sister friends. And I released uh, women of stature into Pastor Catherine's care, and so which gave me the free time and the free space that I needed to um, have the vision or to take out of my spirit and bring into the earth realm um, the vision that I had of sister friends, cups and conversation, and it's it's a beautiful thing when you go from a napkin and writing a name and just scribbling like what what sister sisterhood sister friend, um, but you know sister friends is missing something, and then you just you keep you know dwindling. On that paper, and it was actually a napkin until, you know, it's got to have a hook. What is that hook going to be? And then you say, cups? Sister friends, cups? Oh, still something's missing. What else could it be? And then you have that light bulb moment. Isn't creativity? It's amazing creativity. Um, wow. Um, and you get that, that last word, conversation. And that's how it was born. Sister friends, cups, and conversation. And the cup is going to be the little extra thing that we do different. Every episode, we we introduce a cup that um, is important to us or that has meaning to us, that has a story to us, that has a connection. And that's going to be that one little thing that every time we sit at the table with our sister friends, um, we can... You know, talk about that cup. Why is this cup here at the table today? And um, and that's kind of how, you know, the baby was born. And so we're now three years in. Uh, we've, you know, episode uh, season eight is, is downloading here shortly in and around March, beginning of March. Um, but it all started on a napkin. And I wonder, what, what things have you written? down on a napkin that you have stored away somewhere maybe it's tucked in a Bible or maybe it's tucked in one of those secret pockets in your pocketbook um, or maybe it's in a book somewhere as a bookend you know but wherever your little your little hidden places are because you know as women we have a variety of, of hidden places <laughs> um, but you but there was a vision in your heart. there was something that you that you believed that you didn't just come up with on your own, but you felt that there was some divine inspiration attached to it, and you wrote it down um, because you knew that there was a lot of conversation that had to happen after that, but you didn't want to forget the first spark, and so you wrote it down, and so I'm just thrilled, and I'm just pleasantly surprised every time um, we get a new vision for the set, or every time there's a new idea, like when we came up with um, something to sip on, the after show, you know, um, just those little bitty things that just add extra. And um, in Louisiana, if you didn't know, our show is in Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, We have this little saying that we we say is called lanyap, and you would definitely need it. The dictionary to figure out how to write that, (laughs) how to spell it. I mean, Louisiana is so unique and eclectic in the wordings um, that we have that are so unique to us because you know we were um, a part of the, you know, at one point we were owned. The land was owned by France, and um, and yeah, so we've got a we've got. a, a quite a bit of wonderful things about the state of Louisiana but that word lanyap means it's just it means a little something extra so when you go into a store you go into a boutique or whatever the a restaurant and you, you know it's a great experience and you you were a great customer they they made you know Throw some little Mardi Gras beads or a little, you know, uh, beignet or something that's unique, uh, because you being there and the experience with you was so great that they they threw in something extra, <laughs> and I love that about Louisiana because you know really, the whole state is full of some amazing surprises. And uh, you do get to experience that little something extra when you when you find yourself in those unique towns uh, in Louisiana. And shreveport Bozier is one of those unique uh, towns. It's a twin city, and it sits on the Red River. And uh, it's a great place to raise a family. Um, it has its issues and its problems, but for the most part, um, it's a great place. Uh, it, Make lifelong friends, and uh, you can really nestle into um, the culture. Um, and so that little little bit of lanyap. Okay, let me get back to what I'm wanting to really talk about. <laughs> so this year, the word clarity. Not because I was talking about the women's group. And so for every year, there's a word. There's a word. That in a vision, in a mission that we release, that's where I was going. Mm -hmm. Those of you that are over 50, you know what I'm talking about. Um, That we release over the women. Uh, This is what we're going to focus on this year. And usually whatever we come up with coincides with the bishop's vision for the particular ministry, which happens to be New Creation Family Church. And can I tell you that we're celebrating 30 years uh, this March. Um, that we founded and established this multi uh, cultural multi-generational interdenominational ministry uh, here in shreveport louisiana and we moved 3,000 miles um, from california to louisiana uh, without knowing any one particular person at all and uh, as missionaries, and we established this vibrant, life giving ministry called New Creation Family Church. And so I'm excited because we've been able to celebrate that and make real, real um, change on the ground. Let me just give you a, a, a little, small little fact about New Creation Family Church and uh, Bishop Sean Cooper and myself. When we first moved here, we were we had been trained in uh, television ministry, and and really we didn't even move in what they would call radio ministry, but because you know it's California, progressive, the first state to just you know just pioneer and just the wild wild west, because you know California, the dream state, uh, the the best weather ever, and so. Um, when we moved to Louisiana, we were um, trained, and we were prepared, and we had big dreams of you know, establishing this church, and the church is going to have a, a huge television ministry because that's what we knew, television. And so then we get to the south, and there's no ATMs, and there's no debit cards quite yet, and um, no one watches Christian television, they had TV, but they didn't have Christian television. I mean, there was no satellite streaming cable for any of Christian television, not CBN, not TBN, um, none of that was, people were watching that. They were listening to the radio, you know, radio ministry, and that was just like really shocking to us. So we, um, I'm sharing this little extra lanyap with you because I feel like you're my sister friends and you're my family. Um, So we started, uh, of course we went into radio, um, but we started television. And I'm just so proud when I look back in 30 years, we were the first um, African-American couple um, to have a television uh, telecast in our state, in in our city. Not our state. I'm sorry. In our city, Street Paul, Bozier. It's a metropolitan area, and um, there was no one on television. There was one other family, a husband and wife, and they owned a, re- a television station, a small one, uh, Becky and Sam Carr, and they were the only people that were that you could watch every day, and so then we went went on the re- went on television, and we had a television pro- program called The Real Jesus. And we did it together, and it was groundbreaking. And we did it for years, and it was quite a lot of fun. And uh, we were we were just really blessed to do that and to be um, pioneers on the ground in our little corner of uh, Louisiana. And at one point, let me just explain to you where we where where we're at in Louisiana. Um, we're at the top of the boot, and we're so much at the top, the northern top of the boot, that at one point, um, they considered giving Shreveport Bossier over to Texas (laughs) because they said that we acted more like Texans than they did Louisianans. Um, And so, even to this day, it is very much um, it's Louisianan, but it is very much a Texas-type feel, and you would have to go past, you have to get to Natchitoches, um, which is you're getting ready to be in the middle of the state, just a little geography here for you, um, that's when you begin to really feel the the Creole and the getting close to New Orleans, and you're getting close to just all that good gumbo and all that good, you know, beignets and just all of that. You know, you got to keep going on down from the middle to the, to the bottom of the boot. And most people are very familiar with New Orleans in the bottom of the boot, and so they they just they camp out there. And so it wasn't until Hurricane Katrina, till a tragedy happened, um, that we really got discovered the, the, the north part of Louisiana, and they call us the other side. Because even the people running from the hurricane didn't even consider coming up the top of the boot. They would go to Houston before they would ever come to Shreveport, because it just was not on their radar. And, um, and so that's kind of where we live. And so it's been a great place for 30 years uh, to build ministry, to build community, and to just really um, effect change in a real way in this region. And so I'm very proud of that. So yeah, we had, a, we had the very first um, television show um, for an African-American husband and wife team. It was great. So with that, I'll get back to the word for 2023 that he gave me. For the women's ministry and for all of our women and, and in the church, that we, what we're going to talk about the whole year, and I believe that it, it could benefit your life, and as sister friends. And you know, from time to time, it may pop up in one of our episodes. We may talk about it, and it's simply the word clarity. And he just began to talk to me about um, raising up and imparting and focusing on the the ladies. Um, Them being women of clarity. We're living in such a time where there's just a lot of chaos and a lot of confusion and where people are not knowing which way to go, which way to turn, um, not able to decipher between what's truth, what's conjecture. Um, just really things happening at a rapid pace. And so putting a lot of things in a bag. and so then then when you go you need to go look for something, you really can't find it because there's so many things just in this one bag and it's all just glumped in there together. It's all compartmentalized in one space. And to really um, bring clarity and to, and to really bring uh, the stability that you need, you have to unpack the box, you have to unpack all the clutter that has accumulated itself into this one spot. And that one spot could be your mind. That one spot could be your heart. Um, But it it can't all live in that, in this one location. It's gotta be individually dealt with, separated. Um, Weed out what's necessary, what's not necessary. And so that you can be women of clarity. Um, women that can see clearly, that um, have dispelled the chaos. And the scripture that he gave me was Psalms 32 and 8. And Psalms 32 and 8 simply says, I will instruct you, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. And the part I really love is the part where it says and I will guide thee with mine eye. And so in as 2023, where this is day number, we might be, by the time you hear this podcast, we're probably on February the 2nd or 3rd. And um, it's important for you to know that um, the Lord really wants you to be in a place and to be a woman of clarity. And um, in that to really identify and to really unpack um, being a woman of clarity, what that looks like, you might have to, to camp out the whole year with Psalms 32 and 8, where it simply says that he will instruct, he will instruct you. You don't, you don't have the instruction quite yet, or you may have part of the instruction, but he's going to continue to instruct you, and he's going to teach you, not just instruct, not just tell you what to do, but then there's intricate parts that he's going to teach you and show you how um, to apply the instruction in the way in which thou shalt go. Um, because sometimes, you know, we we, we we get the word go right, we understand go right, but then go right and do what? Go right and, you know, what's ahead? And so that's the, the teaching part. And then he says, and I will guide thee with mine eye, I love that part because immediately when I read it, it was as if um, the Lord was saying to me, I have my eye on you. I don't know, you know, you may be or you may have found yourself at one point or another feeling as if, does he see me? Is he watching? Like, are Is he paying attention? Yes, we're talking about God. Um, does he see where I'm at? What's happening? It, it, does I, do I have his attention? And he's telling you right here in Psalms 32, I will guide thee with mine eye. I have my eye on you. That w- what you're going through and whatever's happening to you or with you, um, you're not isolated, you are not unseen, you're not invisible, but you are known and you are seen And you are heard. And isn't that like um, what most women look for in relationships? Um, They look for not just the word, I love you, um, but they look for being in relationships, serious relationship, covenant relationship with people, whether it's friendships or whether it's intimate relationships where that person sees you. Fully, he, that they know you fully. And they know the good, they know the bad, that you are seen. Not just seen, but you're heard. Not just heard, but you are seen. And, and then knowing the difference. And then to think that beyond just human flesh or human um, interaction, that the God, the creator of the whole universe who made you, um, is saying to you, "I know you. I see you. You're not invisible to me. Um, and I'm, and I'm not just seeing you, but I'm actually guiding you with my eye. Is on you. I'm watching you. And I said this. I think in the last episode, how you receive that um, about God watching you and having His eye on you." It's gonna really be based on how you view him. And if you view him as a good father, or a good, good God, or as good, not just as an attribute, but that goodness is him. He is good. Good exists because he exists. And there's only goodness, goodness only comes from him. Um, when, you, when, you, when that's your ideology, when that's your experience, when that's your known um, about your divine creator God, then um, that brings comfort, that brings care, that settles the restlessness and it settles the confusion and it settles all the, the, the things that might feel like they're broken or disjointed, because everything in the natural can fail. Everything in the natural can be unsure and uncertain. But the thing that you absolutely know, for sure, absolutely, even if things aren't going the way that you want them to go, but you're absolutely convinced and you're absolutely sure, without uh, without a matter of fact, you're absolutely sure that he's got his eye on me. And if he's got his eye on me, everything's going to be okay. It only works together for my good because he's got his eye on me. And yet his eye hasn't been distracted or taken off of me. It can't because I am the apple of his eye. I am his delight. And so when you believe that about God, that he's not, you know, God up there who's an band who has abandoned me, or God, the God, he's abstract, he's far from me, he's just the creator. I don't really know him, uh, or, or when you, when, when you don't have any uh, trepidations about who he is, and that you can have great, you don't have to have confidence in man, people, but your confidence is in God then that really truly changes the perspective of how you handle and how you're dealing with the interactions and the outcomes that you may be experiencing in your life, um, at this time. So he has his eye on you. You know, when we think about the word clarity, sometimes it can really feel like it's just so simple. And it's really not. It's really more of a loaded word. It it has a broader meaning. And some of the definitions for clarity is coherence, um, clearness, lucidness, uh, lucidity. It has uh, comprehensibility, intelligible. Uh, Having clarity is obviousness, straightforwardness. These are like literally, when you look it up, The the depth and the broadness, the fullness of when we say being women of clarity, um, it's just not, you know, like I said, just the word clarity as we would just first think. But then as we break up and we dig into the etymology of the word, you, you find that it's just a lot broader. It means directness. It means legibility. It's legible. You can track it when you're a woman of clarity. There's transparency. There's certainty. Um, you're not walking in uncertainty or unfamiliar territory because you're because you're a woman of clarity. There's exactness. There's again legibility. There's uh, manifest manifestness. Um, there's uh, openness overtness that's a lot of words isn't it, isn't it? Um, ambiguity lack of ambiguity so there isn't any ambiguity unmistakability tangibility um, penetratability penetratability directness I think I said that one already so as you can see, the word clarity. Um, this is the this is the residue. This is as you as you walk in greater clarity, life becomes more simple. Uh, clarity brings simplicity. Uh, clarity allows you to to have that directness, the 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 know the into the intuitiveness to um be exact um precision um so these are these are some of the words that are attached to clarity so as you begin to break that down in your life um let me just say it to you this way confusion and uncertainty um isn't your portion So when you start to feel confused and you start to walk in uncertainty, then you know that that something's trying to disrupt the clarity that God has provided, that what has gotten you off track because he's got his eye on you. And he said that he would instruct me. So there's no confusion because if I'm following his instructions, I know where I'm going. I have directions. I have not just directions but I have precise direction I don't just have precise direction but I have openness I don't have to be um, shy or to be defensive or I could there's tangibility to me it's easy to, to be tangible because he's got his eye on me I know where I'm going I'm not I'm not you know it's not a, a fleeting um, flight in the night unclear uh, in darkness. No, there's light. There's clarity of thought. Um, So confusion and uncertainty isn't your portion. Clarity is your portion. Clarity is your inheritance as a daughter of God. So as a daughter of God, sister friend, as a daughter of God, you're a woman of clarity. You might have moments of confusion you might have a day of uncertainty but know this weeping may endure for a night but because i know my portion joy is going to come in the morning you know proverbs 31 and 26 because we talked about precision we talked about um certainty straightforwardness Accuracy, uh, coherence, so you're not scrambly, you know, you're always on that pursuit, even for those of us that are, you know, perimenopausal, you know, we're in the 50s, and you get that little sugar, sugar uh, cloud, and you feel cloudy, you don't you don't just give into it. You don't, you know, you you say, no, that's not my portion. The fog that's over my head, that's trying to overtake me. That's not my portion. God, I know you see me. You're gonna direct me. You're gonna connect me to the right people to give me the right information, to give me the right knowledge because confusion is not my portion. Forgetting and not remembering and having that, that mind fog that interrupts your thoughts, is not my portion. So lead me to the right sister friends that have the right information that can help me to get where I need to get to continue on this journey that you've put before me. Um, and so Proverbs 31 and 26, I love this scripture because it says, she opened her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue, is the law of kindness. This can only happen because first, she became a woman of clarity. And so as a woman of clarity, she opens her mouth with wisdom and wisdom will say, this is not the time to speak. Wisdom will say, this is the time to let them know this or that. Or to disconnect from any um, negativity or any enabling type um, relationships that enable, not the best in you, but that enable the weaknesses in you. She openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law, is the law of kindness. I love that part because we're living in a space right now where people are cutting people off. They are rude. They are quick tempered, short tempered, you know, defensive. Um, But the Proverbs 31 says, But in her mouth is wisdom, and in her tongue is the law. It's not a quick tongue, but it's a law of kindness. So it's not just an action, but it's a principle. It's a law that she lives by. It's a law that she studies. And this is what clarity does. And it just really simplifies. It be- really it does. It begins to simplify your life, simplify um, your expectations not just for yourself but it simplifies the expectations that you have for others because sometimes we can we can be putting too much on ourselves and too much on other people and that too much could be the curator could be the thing that's stirring the distress stirring um, the fire and um, and and really we're living in a time where we're needing, uh, not for fires to be stirred, but for wisdom to simmer and to control the wildfires that at times it feels like they're popping off in every sector of our lives. Whether it be our children, whether it be our finances, whether it be through in organizations, whether it, it doesn't matter, it just feels like there's just wildfires everywhere we go. But in the law of kindness, it's a principle. um, You learn the wisdom of not just putting out fires, but causing them to simmer to where they're not destructive. That's good. I hope you're getting that. And so in 2023, let's commit to be women of clarity and when I shared this with the women in our women's group, I said to them, "This you might feel like as if you're far removed from that and you don't even know how that's going to happen. You don't even know how that's going to fit in the life that you're living at this moment. And I said to them, um, this is the greatest opportunity to receive it by faith. And then in your faith, begin to declare that over your life and watch in your declaration in your agreement with what God has already said, um, because you're not just speaking out of your imagination. You're speaking his word in Psalms, from Psalms, and you're decreeing that over your life. And as you do that, Psalms 32 and 8, watch him come into agreement with that word that you're receiving, that he will instruct you and that he will teach you in the way which thou shalt go. So you know, you're going to know where you're going because he's going to teach you and he's going to show you and that he guides you with his eye. He has his eye on you, sister friend. And so thank you for joining me on this in-between space at Sister Friends Cups and Conversation on this podcast. Thank you for listening. Do me a favor and share this episode with somebody that might need the encouragement, that might need the clarity that we've talked about today. Also, if you've never been to our sister friends cups and combo.com website, I invite you to go to our website. We've got some beautiful blogs that we put up every month um, by different women and then by myself and then by my co-host, Catherine Young. And we just um, speak to you from a different perspective, different platform with our blogs that you can only get on our website. So that website is sisterfriendscupsandconvo.com. And so visit our website. Also, subscribe to our podcast channel and um, leave us a rating. It really will help us. And I look forward to um, spending time with you again on next week, and I believe that Miss Catherine is going to join me, and we're going to just continue this in-between conversation, this meaningful conversation as we prepare for season eight. Yes, I said that. Season eight will be downloading soon, but in between that time, let's continue to have some meaningful conversation, just me and you, And then me, you, and Catherine. And then we'll bring in some special guests as well. Maybe even some past guests on the episodes um, that we've already had um, in our seven seasons. And so it's going to be fun. It's just something different. I'm so glad that you're still hanging out with us in this Sister Friends community. Be sure to join our YouTube page and subscribe. Don't forget to join our Something to Sip On group on Facebook. And again, thank you for joining me. Your host, Teresa Cooper at Sister Friends Cups and Conversations.